Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello and welcome to the all-new, possibly one-year-only, BAFA National League Welsh Division podcast. My name's Dale Davis, Gwenkiet as head coach. Uh, I'll be your host. Being as it is an all-Welsh affair this year, partly in thanks to the Wuhan Bat Eaters Association, uh, we won't be seeing our English brethren on the field of play this forthcoming season, which means that the dulcet tones of Exeter's Lewis Phillips won't be gracing your ears. So to complement your listening pleasure, with an admitted face for audio only, is Paul Labette, Swansea Hammerhead head Hi, coach. Hi, Dale. Hi, Paul. Um, I'm a resident Englishman in Wales, as opposed to Lewis being a resident, resident Welshman in England. Just to add to that. Seems like a fair trade. Um, <laughs> As you, you, you guys listening may or may not know, the Welsh division this coming season has been comprised of these following teams. The Cardiff Bay Coyotes, the Cardiff Hurricanes, Cardiff Hurricanes 2, Gwentgate is blue, Gwentgate is orange, the Gwent Trojans and your Swansea Hammerheads. So, seeing as the Paul's my co-host and a Welsh team's head coach, what if we okay, start thanks with Thanks, Dale. What, what do you want to know? Cool. Okay, so I got a few questions. Fire away, be as controversial or as conservative as you like, but we prefer controversy. Um, so, an all Welsh division is it the future? Uh, I I don't know. We 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 really enjoy playing a, a wider group of, of of people. Certainly, in our few years in Baffert, um, the travelling's been a big fun, and the 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 seasons where the season where we played uh, a you know a wider team, a uh, group of teams was um was more engaging. We play lots of friendlies against the local teams as well. So, you know, they are, you know, already um, people would play a lot. Um, but, you know, that being said, um, we'll take any football we can get this season. And we do appreciate the efforts to get to a, you know, a division that, that is sort of sensible uh, and gets us some football. Yeah, I, I will, I will miss some trips to England. There's some I will miss, but um, yeah, certainly not catching up with some teams and players. Uh, it'll be a shame, but uh, hopefully it's uh, in a nice, in a positive and negative way. It's hopefully. Well, just you'll probably like us. Thing. We've we've already been looking to schedule in some um, in between games in the buffer season against against England, the, the English teams that can be, you know, cancelled if the if the situation um, requires. But you know, the, we're we're looking forward to playing you know, the likes of Weston and and Canesham and. Uh, and out to Reading as well. So, and anyone else we can actually fit in. So, um, how was your eighteen-month-long off-season? Uh, uh, well, there's some serious um, Madden being played by a group of the team, uh, and and quite a lot of Warzone by by another group. Um, neither of which it turns out I'm any good at, um, such as my age. Um, but you know, there's been quite a lot of um, connection, but not not a lot of football. And certainly now that the NFL season sort of um, dropped off. There's only so much you can talk about um, cap space and the draft. And well, there's, there's enough players that will happily talk about that, but I'm, I'm not one of them. So we're looking forward to some actual actual football. It's funny you mentioned Madden. We've actually drafted um, David and Andy into our uh, they may online have, They uh, may have mentioned franchise. It. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's chomping at the bit to see see how Dave is putting up these scores. So. Yeah, well, uh, to, to Sean's the one in in the Xbox um, league that, that the guys are playing as well, and it's just a shame that they can't uh, can't play across platforms. Uh, but anyway, that's um, 
we will uh, we'll, we'll move on to uh, real real football. So, what do you want to know about the about the the, the Welsh division? Uh, well, I was going to ask you during your off season, any particular surprises during all the downtime? Um, with the uh, ongoing upbeat chipperness of of uh, Dylan um, and the Kings, uh, you know, it's um, that's always entertaining because he's still in our social chat. Uh, but 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 um, no, it's just um, nothing. Nothing sort of particularly. Nothing sort of surprises me with um, with Bath for the sort of coming and going of various teams. And uh, um, I don't know. We 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 feel a, a little bit more like we're established now, although we still feel new boys on the block a little bit. And uh, as an off season, we did manage to get in a, a great great se- um, series with, with you guys and and a few games with Cardiff that reminded us just why. Um, they're, they're at the top, <laughs> which, is, which is a really good, really good game. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair play. They reminded us too. <laughs> yes, but it's um, and, and, they're, and they're a really good bunch. So uh, I mean, uh, the, the the league alignment this year is we've got um, we know we know everyone that we're playing, uh, and and it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's really good to see um, Merthyr and the guys in Merthyr sort of um, in and playing again. Um, it's good. It's good that various teams. Have got bigger playing staff, so they could stretch to a um, you know a seven um, a seven um, team league rather than a fourteen league, which which would be a little bit um, uh, kind of a little bit kind of groundhog day for for some of the games, um, you know. And uh, it, it's probably it's uh, where you where you are in the country. We, you know, we're still slowly building, and uh, there's no way we could we could have got um, two teams um, two teams into Baffa. Um Yeah, and you you got three. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, come on to that when when uh, when we get to Ross. Um, so, just finalising off on the off season, what's the biggest challenges? Uh, whether you as a head coach or you as the Hammerheads have faced, and how have we tackled uh, that? Just, I think keep keeping everyone sort of connected. Um, we've got a lot of um, quite quite a few people want to come and train, but it's difficult when when um, you're not you're not training. As a few of them are joined in some of the social events, a few of the sort of uh, you know, potential players, but you know, without playing, it, it's difficult to, to grow. Um, so I think we've withheld the players we've got. We haven't really sort of picked up um, many more. We've got a few in the chat, but until we get out on the field, um, we won't um, we won't know whether they sort of stick. Um, just the paperwork's always entertaining, um, and uh, and and it's just yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit a bit challenging. I mean, I do I do kind of welcome us being sort of set up more um, officially. Because it's it, it it was very disappointing, sort of turning up to game days that were then uh, either cancelled or rearranged or changed or whatever it is, just the two or three days before because people couldn't get a team out, um, and that's, that's that's not being sort of mean to the, the 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 teams where they they did have a sort of small group of people travelling and playing, but it didn't it didn't help. So um, you know the the minimum number of players that are much more sort of organised in terms of teams, whilst it's you know, it's, it can be a bit more challenging. It's, you know, we're not we're not talking that many players, are we? No, I've, mm. I've got my own thoughts on that, but mm. it'll take too long on this. Um, so moving on, then um, looking at the Hammerheads, who's your squad players? Um, to well, we've got a lot of returning players, um, and this year we won't have um, Ash. Ash will be in in the country this year rather than sort of sunning it in uh, in, in Iowa. Which I'm not sure was sunning. It was that was appropriate uh, some some of the time because and also with, say. with <laughs> sunning is never particularly good because he, he's a he's a little bit white and he does go a bit lobster if you get him out in the sun too much. 
Um, but we've got um, we've got the, you know the, the kind of perennials of, of Ash and Andy and, uh, and Nick at centre, Tom um, Tom and Harley. So it's you know, and with Alex dropping in, so we've got um, I think probably quite a good um, a, a good offence if we can get everyone out uh, on the pitch. Depending on you know Harley back from uni and uh, uh, and Alex sort of making the sort of trip. So you know, on any given day, we can we can uh, we can put out a good a good offence defensively. We're I think we're we're changing over a, a little bit. We've got we've got David at um, uh, Blitzer. We've got Matt Isles as well, and we've got uh, Tashawn and, uh, uh, and another Connor. So we've got some some sort of new players, some sort of changing. Um, but you know, I, I don't think we've got a sort of uh, you know, a star that you guys haven't seen because you know we've played a lot of games against a lot of you, uh, and everyone listening to this podcast will know all of the various sort of people. So um, and nobody has played. Hardly anything in the last year, so um, yeah, um, it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting. Um, what, what, what one to watch? Um, um, Alex, um, Alex Thomas, as ever, is, is one to watch. Um, Megatron, as his nickname goes by, um, because he's you know, um, <laughs> and anyone that's played against him will probably will probably get that. Um, another one to watch, um, probably um, to Sean on defence, only for his antics as much as anything. Uh, as uh, danger, danger. I think every place danger, uh, which always always throws me when I'm defending. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just it's um, uh, yeah. I think I think those. I'm um, obviously and young um, um, Jack Jack Wright is uh, you know he's he's moving into. I mean he, he's not played Baffer, which is odd considering the amount of time he's played with us. So you know he'll be he'll be one to watch. You know you played against him. You know, he's good hands. Runs a good route. You know, and and such are the, the the you know these youngsters that are sort of sixteen, seventeen, eighteen every year that pushes on makes them physically very different, yeah. Uh, and so they become, you know, I can think of Harley when he was playing at sixteen against um against the Celts, and now now at twenty, he's he's quite a big, uh, you know, a big lump now compared to what he was when he was playing. So, um, yeah. Well, to be fair, he, he did have yeah, the yeah, right. yeah, there's there's, so. a, there's, a, there's a different, <laughs> a different context to the big lump um, thing with with with, with that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, before yeah. before before you say anybody else, then let me yeah. narrow it down for three categories for you. Tip for your player of the year. Uh, tip for my player of the year. Oof. Right. Um, I would say it would probably be. Uh, Andy Harley or um, Alex, I would think, and that, and that'll be, you know, that'll be down to who, who plays the most, um, who gets the, who gets the chances. Um, yeah, I, I would say I'd say those 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 three okay. probably. I mean, and the trouble is, you ask the coach for your tip for the player of the year, then you've got you've got best. Yeah, I know it's, it's, the, a, it's you know, a toughie. Yes, I know sort of players that are all going to be sort of bad mouthing you for not sort of highlighting them, but you know. <laughs> I, yeah, first week I, of training is going to be fun for you. I would yeah. always do that because I'm obviously <laughs> offensively minded. So I, I, I've looked straight past the defence. So you know, hey, yeah. Well, here's your opportunity to make it up, then, Paul. Who's your dark My horse, dark horse player, of player of the year? Uh, ooh, um, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> one, one, one that you wouldn't expect to be the player of the year. Is that what you mean? Um, well, or, or somebody that I mean, and. Yeah, I'll throw a name at you if you want. Uh, he likes talking himself up, but Dave Camp, he's effective at what he does. He had a shed load of stack, sacks the last time we played in Baffer. Um, and Blitzers are quite undervalued in terms of overall 
gameplay. Uh, but you know he's effective at what he does. He can he can stall drives. Oh yeah, no, Do you know yeah. What I mean, just as an example, then he's, there's somebody who might not automatically really consider. I, I, you know, there's a lot sort of you know focus on the, the his blitz and and uh, you know celebrations and things. But you know, year on year, he's got uh, sharper with his flagging, uh, and it's much more likely to sort of get that flag. Um, I, I I don't know in terms of the. It's difficult then to the 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 dark horse who who it might be because, uh, um, yep. All right, then let me throw the last one at you. Then, who's taking the big steps to improve uh, the shirt? Yeah, <laughs> again, tail. We've not been out on the grass for quite a long time, so it's quite it's quite a challenging. Uh, it's difficult because anyone that was really good, um, you know, they're already there, so it's difficult for them to really. Um, really improve um, as much. Jack's obviously, I've already highlighted him, Jack Wright in terms of improving, but that's that's kind of, you know, as he gets more experience, he just gets better and better. Um, and I don't see necessarily anyone that's kind of gone away and thought about their game and sort of worked to do things. I think a lot of it is just kind of natural sort of experience and game time and knowing what to do in the right kind of situations and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so I don't... Um, uh, again, oh, we also have a, a, a much smaller squad than you, so I, I have to make sure that I, I, uh, <laughs> I keep them all looking in the same direction without um, picking up a few folks. Okay, so I tell you what, then we, we, we'll enable you to get off the diplomatic high road now. Okay. Yep. Uh, looking at the division, uh, who are you looking forward to playing? Uh, who's looking like uh, the winners? I, I think we're looking forward to playing um, against the Trojans. Um, I, I think we've we've had a reasonable history with, with them. We we obviously uh, lost in the infamous ninety nil game when um, half the squad were at the big weekend in Swansea, and we and we we were absolutely going to on our sort of fixture and got down there with whoever we could scrub, grab together to actually play. Uh, Oh yeah, I no, just said the highlight. Like, you brought it, that it, up it, it, it goes, it goes <laughs> up from there. I mean, at least, at least Craig didn't get an interception instead of that touchdown for that one. So I'm not sure is he, he's got one yet. But anyway, well, I'm no doubt he'll, he'll, he'll have his chance this year. <laughs> this year uh, um, and and then we sort of tightened up in the second game with them, and we had a couple of um, a couple of friendlies with them, just as a um, an off the cuff game on a sort of drizzly day up in uh, up in Merthyr, which was. Um, where they wore, the, I think they wore the classic orange that day, and they were two really, really close games. So we're looking forward to to playing them in, in those games because they've got some uh, um, some quality players, and and you know, and they've got a lot of uh, um, history in terms of in terms of playing, and and they kind of play it. They're fairly laid back, aren't they? In terms of the, you know, they turn up, they play. You know, they they don't worry about sort of stuff. So that's really good to see um, those folk back. Um, obviously. You know, we, we're um, looking forward to renewing our sort of uh, rivalry with with, you, with, uh, with your teams, whichever uh, variation of the uh, um, uh, the Gator brand we'll be playing. Um, so that would be uh, that, that would be good. We've only played, I think, a few games with uh, the Coyotes. So you know, I mean, it, it's um, that um, that that'll be that would be good because they're they're kind of where we were a few years ago. You know, um, but it's good to see that they've um, kind of anchored. They built some sort of um, you know, some resilience in their sort of squad. That you know, they're here for sort of second year sort of. Around. I, mean, I know that's not it's not a second buffer, but in terms of the you know the length of time they've been out there training and playing games, um, so that's good. But the but the team to beat, um, I think the team to beat for everyone in the country is, is Cardiff, isn't it? So the fact that they're in our division uh, makes it um, makes it really really sort of uh, 
challenging as a year, but um, one one that um, I think we we really appreciate. Um, you know, it's it's uh, you know, going to be local, but uh, um, we we've really uh, appreciated a, a couple of friendlies we had with them um, just before our, um, one of our big Baffa games um, last, well, the last Baffa season, because um, chasing them around uh, and getting whooped um, in a couple of friendlies really got us into a good place for um, playing then in Division One, because uh, you know people are just moving. You know, not in the same pace, not doing the same things. Um, but it's yeah, that, they'll be the. I, I think they'll clearly be the team to beat. Continuing the equine theme, uh, dark horses. If it's not going to be Mercer. Cardiff, it's going to be. They're not Merthyr though. They are what are they called now? The t- the Trojans, the Gwent Trojans. The, the, Sorry, the, the Gwent the, Trojans. The team yeah, formerly known as Merthyr. Oh, no, no, the Gwent, Gwent Trojans. Yeah. Uh, only because it's a dark horse. It's a, it's a, you're kind of rolling the dice. So if they if they repeat the form that saw them win the the one um, a few years ago with the personnel they've got, then they will be contenders. Yeah, and as as I I spoke to um, Ross, who was I'm assuming is back as the head coach. I'm not sure. Where. Uh, we'll we'll find out when we speak to him now, um, but. The last time they played a game uh, was the Welsh Bowl in 2019, where they literally hadn't trained for over four months, turned up and won the competition. Uh, do you know what I mean? So they, they've got the talent to turn up and play. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see the, like, the availability uh, and, and you know what what two years of rest. Have yeah, done to I think them, in really. that in that. Um, uh, and everybody's got two uh, years uh, older as well. Number, <laughs> Don't worry about that. So it's um, so, um, but I think in the the Welsh Bowl, yeah, they are the Welsh Bowl champions. I think there was, um, I think they had Craig playing as a celebrity guest in that one as well, who made a, made a bit of a difference as well, didn't they? Um, oh, okay. I don't think he played in the Welsh Bowl. <laughs> I may, I may have been wrong. I, I, it's two years ago now. Yeah. So uh, he I and mean, he's now you know the head on show at the Kings, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who's getting for the wooden that's spoon? A, that's a that's a mean old question. Um, uh, it, it is, and it's probably well, well. We've got we've got two second teams. Um, I, I, I don't know whether they're second teams. I don't know the way the way people are uh, arranging their teams. Obviously, Cardiff they're named as a second team. I, I don't know because you've got um, uh, you've got the oranges and the blues. Whether you're you know you, whether one's a development team or not. But I would. I, I, well, I'll, I'll I'll tell you ours. We've put our offense on the orange and our defense on the blues. Uh, okay. Starting. Okay. So you defense, some, of your, some of your offensive starters, are defensive starters, and vice versa. Anyway, so you've you've met. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if I'll I'll give you an example. Chris is our starting quarterback. He will not play okay. defense. That's... The whole idea. The whole idea of it is uh, is that uh, I'll start in five on offense. So we haven't got any defense for that team. So anyone who's not starting on defense will go to that team and actually start on that defense. So we're going to have people in the positions that they want, uh, whether they starters or backups. That's really we'll good. Be getting first team you know, at the end of the day, it's getting people playing, isn't it? And uh, um, it, it, yeah, and yeah. in their in their preferred That's position, a, I mean, which I think is is important. It's not a luxury that we have because it's it's just making sure that we get a team sort of turning up. Is is our you know I'm not saying that you know more than ten is exotic for us uh, in terms of having sort of a starting five on on uh, O and D. And so we don't 
we don't have this sort of the issue of trying to sort of keep everyone happy in a kind of wider team. So I get that. I get the stress of that. So that's a good, that's a good sort of mix of keeping everyone in the mix. All right. So in terms of the question then, um, and I haven't seen these folks play for, for a while. So um, I, I think the Coyotes are probably at risk of being the, uh, uh, in the sort of wooden spoon sort of space, mainly because, the, you know, they've, um, they're kind of the newest team. They've probably got the least experience on the kind of playing staff. That being said, um, you know, um, they probably they probably picked up a few um, superstars, but it didn't, t- didn't take much to sort of uh, move a team, um, move a team forward. But um, you know, well, I know the one thing that Mike have said has said prior is that in all the time they've been um, a team, then they've yeah, yet yeah, to I mean, play it's, competitive it's just, game. You, you've asked me to say who's going to come, who's going to come last. So, it's just a, that's a. Uh, and from from the various um, leagues that we've played in, it's it, you never really know because lots of, lots of teams have got uh, they can put together a, a, you know, a good team or a good game, um, and then uh, and then do you know, really poor the next thing. I mean, if you remember when uh, Western the year they won, the only team that beat them I think in, in the, the season was um, uh, Swindon, but then Swindon I think only won two games the whole the whole year, and it's just it's just. Who's on it on the day? Who gets their squad together? Well, it's it's the it's the age old mm. cliche. Uh, any given Sunday or mm. Saturday, you know, who, who gets up in time to get in the car and travel? Uh, Although I, I think there'll be less less hassle with that this year <laughs> because we're all going to be a bit closer on. So it's not it's not a sort of you know seven o'clock trip to yeah to Plymouth I, or something, I, is it? You know. I think it's going to be more a case of yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be it's going to be interesting in terms of the um, <laughs> the the number of teams that have got um, people sort of vaccinated as well, as in the risk of people then having sort of COVID. Just just not not for any any risk, but in the sense of players being out because they can't play. And um, and I think um, you know we probably yeah. got um, probably at five six maybe seven that, that will already be and all that uh, vaccinated and that, and that just kind of because of jobs. Uh, jobs, health, and age. In, in my my instance, uh, uh, you know, you know where I am. But but, I'm with uh, you. but all <laughs> I meant was that that actually then the risk of the that core of the team not being able to play any given weekend because of um, uh, you know having COVID or any any uh, you know uptick in the the numbers. I think that will be quite low. To be honest, though, I think if the numbers start moving up again, um, they'll get to a point where we won't, we won't play anyway. So I don't. You know, I don't necessarily see it. Once we get to a position where we're playing the season, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily going to affect how many people we put out on the uh, on the, on the pitch. It'll, you know, we'll either be playing or not playing, won't we? Yeah, hopefully it won't be an issue. But like you said, it's so uncertain, and uh, without getting political, uh, the, the machinations behind the scenes. Who knows if a number rises and somebody panics and decides to go back into tier four or lockdown? Yeah. We're at the whims of them, but, unfortunately, but, but as well. But fingers crossed, we get the, right the way through. And I, and I agree with the way that we, whilst it's, dis, it's disappointing not playing in the league against the English team, because we're not we're not across two different sort of uh, governmental sort of arrangements. You know, we, we, we're either going to play or not in, in Wales. And, uh, you know, we, 22nd yeah. of April is potentially when we're going to start training, potentially, depending on the Welsh government. But realistically, as soon as we can train, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be out there. As soon as we can start playing, um, we'll be we'll be playing, and I'm, yeah. I'd be happy to to smash in all the games as soon as we can get them done to make sure we get we get a season. To be honest, because it's well, you know, they're not. Whilst you know they, they, they um, 
it's not like you're playing a contact um, a contact sport the same sort of level in a kind of a traditional thing. You know, they are spaced out for, for various reasons, but yeah, you know, re- realistically, you can you can play every every week, can't you? Yeah, hmm. I, you know, if, if that's what if that's the case, I think that's what will happen. But hopefully, it'll run it'll run true to um, how it's been scheduled, and uh, we'll get to to an end of a season after playing all twelve yes. games. So. so, last last question for you then, <laughs> and I'm putting you on the spot here, so you you can take you can take whatever road you want. Um, I want your predicted record uh, at the end of the season. Our record. So we've got twelve games. I think we'll go eight and four. Yeah, eight and four. Okie dokie. That's yeah. I mean, right, I'm well, sure some uh, of my team will, uh, will um, uh, think we should be would be more, but that's that's kind of uh, you know that, that's what predictions are about, aren't they? You know, um, I we will be absolutely um, you know working hard to be um, to be winning every every single every single game as we I, do. But normally, our, our position at the start of each year is. Do better than the last season. Do better than the last season. And the last season we came third out of six, and we were uh, just about on on sort of fifty um, percent. I think we were just 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 under fifty percent because we had a tie. I mean, personally, I would have liked you to go on twelve and zero because I'm all for controversy. Yeah, I mean, but, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I really don't want to give uh, anyone that's out there playing any more impetus to sort of uh, right. He said X, Y, Z, and we're going to do. Uh, you know, I've already, I've already upset my <laughs> and, and the game. But, but you, yeah, hey, uh, you're scared of the bulletin board yeah, material. There's, um, I, I'm not in it for this sort of shock jock stuff. There's uh, uh, or, or winding people up. Um, no, I mean, it, it, I mean it's it's going to be good playing uh, our local sort of uh, our local rivals. Everybody knows everybody. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, well, be, before we wander any further and take up anywhere, let's um, tie a bow on that and uh, thank you for your comments. And now we'll uh, move on to Mike. How are you yeah, doing, Mike? Bad, thanks, Dale. Can't wait to get back to football. To be honest, I'm sick of this lockdown stuff now. Oh yeah, I don't think you're the yeah. only one. <laughs> um, as people listening might or might not know, uh, Mike is the head coach for the uh, Cardiff Bay Coyotes. They're making their debut in the league this year. It should have been last year, but uh, we all know how that went. Uh, so, starting off, first question I'm going to ask you: All Welsh division, is it the future? Um, it's certainly a step forward. Um. There is obviously an obvious sort of disparity in class in Wales, potentially, with the pretty much the Hurricanes and everybody else. So um, I feel like the rest of us have to really elevate our game to have a competitive Welsh division with the Hurricanes around. But it's certainly nice to see. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to think it is the future. I, I will... I'm lying now when I say I'll miss the trips to Plymouth. I won't really, um, but I'll, I'll I'll miss the trips against the other teams. I mean, because I think we're all very familiar with each other anyway. So there's no real surprises to be had. But outside of that, I think it's, it's a positive, and it just shows that uh, with the initial three other teams aside from your own to then get the seven by splitting squads and adding second teams, it shows that there's there's depth there and there's potential for development yeah, in the future. Um, so, 
it's been realistically 18 months since any sort of games have been played in anger. I know you missed out on it last year, but uh, it's a hell of a long off-season. Um, how, how was your uh, elongated off-season been, Mike? Um, from a personal standpoint, rough, because I don't think I've ever gone without playing football for this amount of time since I was sort of 20 years old. Um, but weirdly, the lockdowns have been good for recruitment because more people want to get out and try a new sport um, in the, that sort of period between lockdown one and two, we had a lot of new people come out and sort of first time trying the sport, which was great. Um, so long term, potentially, it's going to help boost numbers. It's just obviously living through it hasn't been great for all of us who have been playing for years and now suddenly having to not train every week. So would you say that was um, a surprise, uh, the recruitment picked up? Uh, in the downtime, a little bit because it's really hard to push a sport that you can't even practice. Um, yeah, <laughs> too true. <laughs> uh, especially getting the guys to register and everything, obviously for the season when we hadn't trained in months. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an unexpected plus side to to everything that's gone on. So silver linings and all that. And any other surprises you know through, through all this time that you didn't think would happen or you thought would and didn't? Um. Uh, not, not really. No, I guess everything's gone as no. expected. Um, okay. Well, what about what about challenges? What's the biggest challenge you've, you've faced over the last eighteen months, and how you've sort of tackled keeping them? the players interested, um, especially when before the deadline was moved for us registering for Baffa, um, getting people to register that early when we hadn't had full refunds from the last season. Um, that was definitely the biggest challenge. We scraped through with 10 players. We have a squad bigger than 10, but 10, we just hit the minimum. And everyone else is waiting to see what happens with the season before they actually pull the trigger on it. Um, yes, the old baffle yes, leap indeed. of faith. Um, and then, obviously, England went into lockdown, so it did get pushed back, which brought us more time. Um, that's, yeah. Good on that one. Uh, so- so moving on to your yeah. your squad, um, who's your who's your squad players to watch? Um, definitely Robsy, Nathan Roberts. Uh, I think he's one of our main threats on offense. You already know him because he's one of the few touchdown scorers we have. Um, we've brought in Hugo Santos, who is currently our starting center, and he has been been a real addition. Um, the world-renowned Portuguese international indeed, yeah, from Merthyr. Yeah. Um, uh, and obviously Josh Davis as well. So we've got some more experience in the team. Because before it was pretty much just me and a bunch of people who had never played the sport before. Um, so it's great to have sort of some experienced heads in the lineup now. Okay, so tying on to that, who's your tip for Coyote Player of the Year? Uh, possibly Robsy. Yes, I'm putting possibly you on the Robsy, spot. <laughs> the defense is very strong. Um, both of our safeties, Matt Hall and uh, Chris Strevens, who is was new to the sport prior to joining us. And he's just taken to it like a fish to water. Um, so I'm excited about what the defense is going to achieve this year. And the offense is still very much a work in progress. But um, yeah, Robsy's great on both sides. So he's definitely up there. Okay. And what about a dark horse for player of the year? Ooh. I think I think Chris, the he was brand new to the sport. Summer just gone, um, and now he's he's currently in a starting safety spot, and I think he's really gonna gonna make an impression there. 
Okay, okay. And this might tie into the dark horse part, but who do you think is going to take the biggest steps in improvement over the season? Um, Nia, to be honest, so far has made the biggest, biggest uptick in performance. Um, she joined us last January and she like literally couldn't catch a ball. I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying that. Um, and so far, she's she's just improving week on week. She's putting the work in. She studies. Um, and so far in all of her game play, she's got 100% catch rate. So I'm very impressed with her. Yeah. Can't argue with that. So looking at the division, who are you looking forward to playing? Um, who's looking like the winners? Well, the winners, I'm sorry to say, will be the, uh, the Cardiff Hurricanes, I'd imagine, if they field anything like the starting squad. Um, and looking forward to seeing what the the Trojans are like now, to be honest, what that team sort of looks like. That'd be interesting. I think they'll be interested to, <laughs> to see what it looks like, yeah, to be yeah. honest. Um, and yeah, it's always fun to play against you guys, to be fair. We've we've played you more than any other team, and it's always, it's always a good day. Yeah, playing in the rain in Cardiff that was an experience, yeah. <laughs> Some rain. Um, so, I, I know you're not totally off okay with um, all of the teams in the Welsh division, but who do you think could be a dark horse? If not Cardiff, who? who? Um, if not Cardiff, it would be between you and Swansea. Um, you being the Gwent Gators first team, of course. Uh, we're, not, we're not fielding a first team. No, no okay. we're splitting our squads, that offense and defense. Probably, probably the hammerheads. Then I'd have to say, if you're dividing your okay. uh, dividing your labour, and who's gunning for the wooden spoon? Um, to be honest, and don't be self-deprecating. <laughs> be honest. It's hard not to say us at the moment, given our current performances. Um, we still don't really have a solid starting quarterback. I'm doing it out of necessity, not out of choice. Um, and our offense is still up in the air. But I am happy with the defense's progress. But it is just difficult to imagine, you know, us performing better than we have done in all of our games to date. Okay, and then quickly tacking onto the division, um, players to watch for in other teams. Who, who, which players and other teams do you think are, are going to be sort of like the standouts of player of the year? Well, we've got uh, Joe Cotterell, obviously, Mister Flag Wales. Um, he's going to be up there. Uh, CBL for whichever team you've put him on um, is always impressive on the field. Um, he's he, he's now relegated to offense. <laughs> quarterback, by any chance? Yeah, so yeah. Quarterbacks get all the glory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think one of our guys is is going to make a splash as well. Um, possibly Robsy, possibly another name rising up on the defense. Uh, it'd be nice to see someone up there in the mix from us. Okay, cool. And then lastly, and I'm going to put you on the spot now, what will be your record be at season end? Uh, um, it's a tricky one. We're, we're It's cliche, but we really are taking it game by game. Um, at the moment, we've scored three touchdowns across, sort of, well, four touchdowns across, I don't know, like nine games now. Um, so it's really getting a score is like an objective, you know? So it's going to be building on that to getting our first win. Um, so it, it's it's really a game-by-game game thing for us. 
I'm still waiting for that prediction, though, Mike. <laughs> I can't even think how many games it is now. It'll games. be 12 games, if, if everything goes okay. to plan. If I, if I was going to be an optimist, I'd like to go for 3 and 9. Um, but to be honest, I'd be happy with 1 and 11. That would be great to have a first win under our belt. Okay. All right, brilliant. There we go. Cheers to that, uh, Mike. Uh, old man, Dale, I can't work this tech, so uh, sorry about that. Okay, bro. So next in the firing line is one of my own band, as we have two, well, technically three teams this year. Um, first step is the Gators offensive coordinator and Orange's QB, uh, Chris Bartlett-Legg. Good day. Hello, Chris. Good day. Okay, so first question to you. Um, Mark will be listening with uh, ears wide open, I'm sure. Uh, all Welsh division this year. Is it the future? Um, I'd like to think so. It'll just cut down on travelling times. Uh, easier to get people to games. Build more of a, uh, what do you call it, rivalries. So, yeah, hopefully. I, I, I know we, we talked about this with Mike and, and with Paul that I'm, I won't, I won't miss the, the, the four hour trek to Plymouth, but then I yeah, will. Yeah, it's fun on the way back, I suppose. Stopping off places. Uh, I don't know but, about on the way back. <laughs> I guess I don't drive, so that's why. <laughs> uh, so, uh, off and on, the Gators have been on hiatus for about 18 months. Um, one hell of a yeah. long off season. Um, how have you found uh, it? Rubbish. <laughs> Quite frankly, you can't. <laughs> Succinct and yeah. to the point as always. Uh, you can, just can't. Just being around the boys, actually playing some sport, running around, makes a big difference. So, uh, yeah. Do you, do you have any particular surprises during the downtime? Um, From a club point of view? Uh, I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised, but it's good how we've all stuck together. We talk a lot on the group chats, our training that we've been done has had a lot of people turning up to it. So I am surprised with that, how engaged people are. And what about the biggest challenges you've faced over the last 18 months and how, how we've tackled them? Uh, I don't really know any big challenge we have faced really. We've all just been stuck. Yeah, I, well, I, I would say, and I don't know what Mark will say when uh, we drag him in in a minute, but it's probably the engagement and keeping people involved. Yeah, and I suppose trying to like come up with an in, interesting session whilst everyone, it's, it's only so much you can go through without being able to take it onto the field. Yeah. Did you find it was, it was easier to keep a bit of uh, interest and chat going during the, the NFL season because of the NFL? And then yeah, January. Well, January's okay then, but we got into February. There's only so many people are interested in who they might possibly draft and yeah. cap space and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so, so one last okay, question. So, who is your NFL nerd then, Chris, in your, in your team? In my team, probably Dale. Who know, who know... <laughs> oh, sorry, Dale. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know he was going to say well, that. Actually, <laughs> Dale keeps it quiet because of the Bears, doesn't he? <laughs> not, not as much as you would think. <laughs> Andy Dalton's the saviour, so stick with him. Yeah, like Mitch was. <laughs> don't, don't don't forget Nick. Yeah. Hey, but it could it could be worse. We could have trash can Dan or Kirk Cousins. Nothing like wrong that. with trash can. 
He broke a few records as <laughs> a rookie. Some seventy yards before yeah, he like, fell over, so run, that's still run, a lot of yards. Running run the furthest without scoring a touchdown. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's a statistic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's move on to the um, squad because um, as some people might know and some people obviously won't. Uh, the Gators whole squad is split into two. Um, Chris is uh, QB mm-hmm. of the Oranges. So thinking of the Orange squad mm-hmm. specifically, who's your squad players to watch for this coming uh, season? Outside myself, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, unfortunately, I don't really want to say it. but uh, <laughs> You've already <laughs> said it and he's going to love you yeah. for it now. He's, uh, he's definitely come on a lot when we did get to play a few friendlies. Uh, he's he looks like a different player this year compared to what he was. Just his understanding of where he should be, what he's doing, has made a big difference. Um, and athletically, he's got a bit better. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a lot lither, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's definitely. Less, uh, yes. Yeah, he's got... Without being rude about weight. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's definitely come on smooth. You were a bit of a chump last year then, Mark. <laughs> uh, Matt, you were a bit of a chubby. <laughs> He's definitely, he's definitely his body. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I was going to say, I can never be accused of being a Chubb Dale. He's definitely not me. <laughs> um, Andy, obviously, with just his speed, his uh, knowledge, the amount of years he's played. Uh, then um, on defence, uh, Madden, I reckon he's, he's, gonna, he's definitely going to pick it up this year. I can see him sitting him well at court. It's funny you mention that because the next question yeah. I was going to ask you, um, one from each if you want. I want a tip for your team yeah. player of the year, um, a dark horse mm-hmm. for player of the year, and who is taking the big step to improve this um, year? Put me on the spot. Uh... I mean, I know... you just don't want to say yourself. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, it's not my team, but on the defense, I'd also mention John Bellis. I think he's uh, can probably stop a dark horse. Taking things out of my mouth, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was going to, yeah. John Phyllis is my dark horse. I really think he could, he could take defensive honors. Um, he could take overall honors if he plays like he has. Uh, he's definitely the dark horse, foot, uh, fearless at um, safety. Uh, then. I think it's going to be either Matt, Matt, Matt will um, probably get overall. He'd be my one I'd put my money on. Uh, okay. okay, and who's taking the steps uh, to Martin, uh, our, our second receiver. He's already started to step it up, but um, he's sneaky athletic, good hands when he wants. <laughs> he always seems to be in the right place. Which, as a QB, makes a massive, massive difference. No one even can freelance everywhere. Yeah, that's 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 not a bad habit, no. <laughs> okay, so looking at the division, who are you looking forward to playing? Who's looking like the winners? Who's the dark horses? And who's gunning for the uh, winners? Oh, well, obviously, the winners going to be the Gwen Gators Orange. Um, I like you can't set out to lose. You've got to have the right mentality. But, uh, I've dark horses, maybe hurricanes, they might step up. I don't know. Come out of nowhere. Uh, wooden spoon, definitely the Gators Blues. 
Um, only because of Mark is on there. Uh, I just can't see him being able to, you know. We've got two walkovers against the Orange, so <laughs> we're not going to last. And what was the other one? Um, who's getting for the, um, the team Who's the dark play. horses? Who's looking um, Obviously, there? outside playing the Oranges and Cardiff, just because, you know, we can see where we are. Uh, I, I really enjoy playing Swansea, and that's not just because Paul's here. They always seem to be games that go down to the wire. They always seem to be last play winning games, or just they're, they're always really enjoyable to play, even though we've been on the losing side of most of them lately. Uh, yeah, I, I always enjoy playing Swansea. It's a good rivalry we've uh, built. Okay, last question in regards to the division. Players to watch on other teams? Um, uh, if you obviously it's going to be Joe, you have to watch out for him constantly wherever he is. He's he's just everywhere for no reason. It's quite annoying. To be fair, to be fair, even if he's on the side, <laughs> then you've got to and Carlos obviously, and Chris, like most of the Cardiff team. But uh, then Harley, I think if he's is he playing Paul? Yeah, he'll be, he'll be playing. Yeah, uh, be yeah. Then Harley and Alex. They both, uh, both of them can just. They're both so good in the air, high ball players. Uh, you can't. You're going to lose the high ball to them probably fifty percent of the time, even if you're in the right position. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, I t- I can't really name people from other teams to be honest. I can't, I can't think. Anymore. No, that's because you don't <laughs> turn up when we got games scheduled. That's why. Did you, play, you play? Did you play any of the games against the Trojans? Uh, I I've played a friendly against them. Obviously, they got a few great players. Like uh, playing with them myself, you can see what they're able to do. But um, I don't know how they're going to work together. Or obviously, Rich, Rich will be the one you've got to watch out for on the Trojans out of anyone else. I've and Dale has mentioned. Um, who is it? Sons? No, is it Sons? Said over the middle. Yeah, he's yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, he'll be Chris Sons. We'll have a plan for them, yeah. whether it works or not. We'll see, but uh, they're the ones we're going to have to pick out. Uh, okay, so the the last thing from you before I mute you and put okay. Mark on the mic. What will the Oranges record 12 at the end of the season? Thank you very much. No hesitation. <laughs> so following Chris then, we got the Gators blue team. Uh, uh, he's our defensive coordinator, but he's also current club captain, boo. Mark Studley. <laughs> See, I brought, the, I brought the urge to boo you when you were introduced, but regrets already. <laughs> hey, M- Mark, has, has Dale got you one of those nice captain badges yet with the stars on oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, see any reason I accepted it was for the badge. It was sewn on very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had one last year. He's been greedy. Now. Does he get the one with two stars now or the star in the second one? I can't remember how it works. But uh, that's a good point, Paul. I'll be, uh, I'll be chatting to Dale afterwards. So, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> all right, so same questions to you then, Mark. All Welsh division, is it the future? Uh, for, for division one, definitely, I think. Um, I think it's not far off having enough teams there already and the sport only seems to be growing. So I think it's not far off having an all Welsh division one. Premiership is probably a little while off before you have... At the, both levels, like completely Welsh, I think you'd still want some promotion into uh, into the next step up. But for, yeah, I don't think we're far off for, for at least Division One. 
Yeah, like, like, like I mean, similar to what Chris said, that I love the fact that we're staying local this year, but I will miss, as much as I don't like the travelling sometimes, I will miss travelling to, for argument's sake, Cheltenham, Exeter, because A, it's a road trip, and B, you get mm. to see other teams and players, rather than like, we're the best will in the world, and I've already said this to Paul, I think on and off A, that yeah. we're sick of seeing Swansea because they're a local, so we're playing them regular. It's nice to yeah, play I mean, with the Welsh but... Bowl and friendlies, we, we play each other a lot, so uh, I, I do agree. And, and also, the road trips away, uh, it's, good ch- it's a good chance to get to know your teammates a bit better. You're f- three, four hours in a car sometimes. Uh, yeah. What did, <laughs> Mark, Mark what, did you, what did you think about the season, the, the, the last actual season we played when we had the sort of t- the split division and we ended up playing the, the other half of the division as... Uh, as games because uh, every game that I went to the, the camaraderie from our division when we were playing against the other division was uh, was really amazing yeah, to watch it really yeah it was good it was good actually yeah and perhaps that's maybe something the solution if it does all go to a Welsh division is to keep that in there because actually it was really enjoyable to play against different teams and there was uh, yeah there was a lot of um, camaraderie between between ourselves and Swansea for example when we were away to Reading um and that's also carried over a little bit into uh, we had that friendly tournament in Bristol. And um, yeah, I think it, it, the Welsh clubs get on pretty well. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think um, it would be interesting to see if it wasn't all Welsh division, whether that would change things or not. I'd like to think not. But um, yeah, who knows? But I, I w- it would be good if it does go down that route to keep those away games, because uh, I think they did definitely added to the league season. Okay, so touching back on the um, 18 months or so long off-season we've had, how have you found it personally and sort of like in regards to the Gators? Anything surprising doing all of that? Yeah, I mean, it's been really interesting, particularly Gators-wise. Um, as I think as Leggy touched on, we've actually, I've been pretty surprised by how well the team stayed engaged. Um, we had a brief period where we could get on the pitch in the uh, in the middle of the, all the lockdowns, but mainly we've we've been we've been confined to doing things virtually and um, it's playbook sessions or um, yeah online coaching, um, which is pretty tough to be honest. I know Leggy's been doing some, I've been doing some, Dale's done some, but they're not they're not brilliant. They're not re- particularly easy to organise and, and make them interesting. But to be fair to the guys in the squad. Um, They've, they've all really engaged and that's been quite quite surprising really um, I, I wouldn't have if you'd have said to me beforehand we'd been locked down for 18 months and you'd still have the numbers that we're getting on the training sessions um, I wouldn't have believed you so so that's been quite good really and and to add to that as well that with, with the um, the behest of Baffer that you must have 10 players registered to be eligible for the league which we achieved before in the original deadline and we've actually got 23 or 24 registered you know which has grown considering we've been in lockdown yeah. I think that's a testament to like the work that you guys have put in as well so. yeah but we've been quite lucky is that we've had people like Dylan and Martin come in and we've been able to time it so they've been able to get on the pitch a little bit and Andy uh, Andrew um, but then we've been able to keep them interested by not just having radio silence for for six months in between training, so I think that's been pretty successful, really. Um, obviously, it'd be nice to be on the pitch and be able to grow the squad even more, but um, I, I think we we could have done we could have done worse in the circumstances. <laughs> so you touched on it there. I think that's what you're going to allude to when I ask this. But biggest challenges, you know, you've tapped. I mean, for me personally, like um, <laughs> I, I've only really coached during lockdown. Um, 
we made the change for for Leggy to move over to to the offensive side. Um, so it's uh, it's been a bit of a baptism baptism of fire, really, because forced into it. all the train. <laughs> yeah, well, all the training sessions that I've done myself and been involved in have all been on a pitch mainly. So uh, so not having that to draw draw from and just having to start from scratch really yeah so so that that's been a particular challenge for me personally um and then the other thing is just working out how to how to put training sessions together remotely and how to put it away Uh, obviously there's not much substitute for muscle memory but like we've we've tried to put it do some quizzes and some show some footage and just try and do some training in different ways to keep people in, involved so just that's been a challenge to find out what what works and what's not been so good so yeah all of that really so needless to say you'll be glad when we're off i can't wait yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's echoed by everybody to be honest so looking at the the gate is blue uh who's your squad players to watch Tip for player of the year, who's your dark horse and who's taking the big steps to improve? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I, it's a, as, as much as we split the squads, um, it's, a, it's still, I think, it's, it's a very strong squad. Um, uh, like on offence, we've got Liam, who has been our starting quarterback for, for most of the time the Gators have been, uh, been here. Um, you've got Jan and Dylan, a, a receiver and running back, for example, Um both of those are relative, I say inexperienced, they haven't quite got as much game time as, as some other guys, but the potential of those two is is huge. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing them on the pitch. Um, so we've got Ethan at centre who is, is pushing for the starting spot. So as much as they're not a starters, I mean, what an opportunity for them to push and become starters. And I don't think there's that much difference between um, the guys that we've classed as starting on off on, on the orange team for the offense and, and the guys we've got on blue team so um, yeah but for them or no uh, and then defense um, I mean as far as players to watch Dan if he uh, if he cuts up the mental mistakes um, <laughs> can be as good as any safety we play really um, he's just got to stay switched on the whole time really um, and to be honest I think Josh and Jake at corner their knowledge has, has come on and and lockdown has been a good opportunity to work on their the game awareness so it'd be good to see how we function as a unit really um i think jake's probably a dark horse he's he's got all the athletic potential in the world and if he can make the mental leap as well um he could be pretty special on d and um i said i think i mentioned jan and dylan on offense could be real weapons if we can work out how to use them properly okay i i got two things yeah. i want to check back at you Number one, I can't believe you didn't mention the two of them. <laughs> be, like he will be absolutely <laughs> devastated. <laughs> I try to, I try to keep some some weapons secret, Dale. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but secondly, and I, I've discussed this with a couple of people within the squad, but I think overall, I think the Blues have got a slightly yeah. better squad than the Oranges, even though the Oranges have got the offense on. Your mm. offense is still fairly experienced compared to the inexperienced yeah, on the so I, I think um, on the defensive side obviously Chris moving across the quarterback and then Rich going back to Murphy, Um we went from having four guys that were strong and experienced at safety um, to, to now having two and a couple of guys that haven't got as much experience so I think you're right in that sense that the Oranges are definitely less experienced 
But I mean, it's a league season where there's no relegation or promotion, so it's the best opportunity that we'll ever get to to develop some new guys. So as far in terms of that, actually, yes. it's a great opportunity for us. Um, and again, I think you're right. Our offense—I don't think there's, there's the, I'd, I'd like to think there won't be that much drop off between our, our orange offense and our blue offense. It will—it will come down to using the weapons that we've got in the right way, which is something as a team overall. Last year, we weren't particularly good at. I think we've discussed yes. as a coaching team. So hopefully the work that we've been putting on uh, in in the off-season will help us just make the most of the potential that's there. And one one person, that, I know you said you're keeping semi-secret weapons, but one person you haven't mentioned, uh, I seem I, to be name-dropping for you now, mind, but is you've got a, a former national championship winner on your team. Who have I missed? Oh, Woody, yeah, sorry. He would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, to be honest, actually, uh, as far as our offensive weapons goes, yeah, I mean, I mean you've mentioned Woody and Benners. Um, <laughs> with Jan with, with and, uh, and Dylan, yeah, there's not really any weak links there. So, um, as I said, as long as we make the most of the, the talent that's there, the offence, there shouldn't be any problem scoring points. Um, so, yeah, obviously we're stronger than the oranges. They're they're awful. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to think uh, I'd like to think we'll be we'll be competitive with with a lot of the league really. Even though we split the squad, which is a nice place to be. Hopefully, Dale, so, I'm going to say I, I oh, just sorry, really Paul, hope on. I'm not slated to have to referee between these two. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, it's it's funny you say that because I've got a fix in front of me. Uh, it depends how uh, harsh on sledging you're going to be, Paul. We might uh... <laughs> <laughs> we can come to some arrangement, don't worry. Because <laughs> you know I'm such a calm person. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's one thing we've we we have got a few hotheads in our team, yeah. so uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, we'll do our best to keep it under wraps. <laughs> oh, we we don't actually face off until week four, and that's mixed yeah. crews. Okay, so. <laughs> so you might get away with that one. <laughs> I'm just seeing if I'm missing something obvious. No, we're separate on the first two week game days. Separate on week three. Yeah, week four we're together. Lewis did a good job to work to work the magic with that um that schedule, especially as it was changing and changing and changing. Week yeah. Week five and week uh, week four and week six, and they both mixed crews. And you oh, ain't there for either of them as it was. Well, in, in the record, but then you'll get a chance to watch these. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, slightly different. Okay, so moving on to the division then, Mark. Um, who are you looking forward to playing? Who's looking like they're going to be the winners? Who's the dark horses? Who's gunning for the wooden spoon? Um, looking forward to playing. I don't I, I don't want to sound like I'm repeating Leggy, but uh, we do always enjoy playing Swansea, uh, particularly uh, from me on the defensive side. Uh, Ash is one of the more challenging quarterbacks to play against. So I, I really enjoy um, enjoy that. And, and the weapons that uh, Swansea have got on offence, um, if Harley's playing, uh, Alex um, uh, and Andrew, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a strong, stronger offence as, uh, as we'll face, really. So um, that one's always good to play. Um, obviously, Cardiff Hurricanes, it'll be interesting to see how they split their squad and if they... If they have a first and a second team or if they mix it like we have um, if they're playing the starting team um, I mean they're obviously current champions and uh, it'd be a great opportunity to learn from them really um, 
yeah, so I think those are the ones that spring to mind. Um, as far as dark horses go, it'd be interesting to see how strong the Murphy team is coming back. They've not played for a, for a little while apart from... Yeah. Sorry, do you, do you mean the great Yeah, tournament? I do mean the... Uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the team formerly known as Murphy. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> for one day, yeah, so the uh, the Gwentford team. Um, it'll be interesting to see how, how strong our thirds are. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean they, they, we played them in the Welsh Bowl, and and it was competitive games then. Um, so I'd like to think it'd be competitive again. Um, obviously, Rich has gone back there, so always good to to play against players that you know. Um, but, so yeah, I think they could be the dark horses. They, uh, they'd obviously, um, were a good team when they were in the league. So they'll be ones to watch. Yeah. Not as, as Paul can attest to Now that I'm dragging the result again, Paul. <laughs> 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 not, not one I knew of. So yeah, I didn't mean to add, didn't mean to announce you, Paul, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, Paul, Paul just takes solace in the fact that Craig no, Warren no, didn't he, get a pick he, six. He didn't. But again, once you've played in one of those, there is nothing that you can face. that's going to be worse. No, so everything's better than that. Yeah, <laughs> and to be honest, Until... I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the standard of the Welsh teams generally has improved over the last eighteen months. So I think um, there's a lot more. There'll be a lot of competitive games. I think it's going to be quite quite difficult to to get separation from from a lot of the teams. It'll be interesting to see say, how much squads are using it as an opportunity to give players experience and they're maybe weakening their sides a little bit. Um, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fascinating season to see um, how it plays out really. Um, I think as I said, it'll depend if, if Cardiff are playing first and seconds, I think the second team just from the limited experience we've had playing against them. Um, I've got a, a bit of learning to do. Um, and same with Coyotes, really. Um, they're a new squad and they have improved. Uh, we've played them. Um, we played them as the last game before before lockdown, and uh, we played a few friendlies before then. And uh, they are moving forward, um, but at the moment they're a little bit behind. I think perhaps the likes of Swansea and, and the Gators and Murtha and, and obviously the Hurricanes first team. So um, <laughs> that's probably my guess for. For who's going to be near the bottom, but uh, yeah, t- t- it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I don't Put know. A name on it. Pardon? Put a name on it. Are you political? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's Gators Orange. You're going to be last. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then, so, so see, seeing that um, you've predicted the oranges last, what's your record? Um, you I want to say twelve and zero, like Leggy, but um, being be, be a little bit more realistic. <laughs> uh, I, I'd be happy if, if, if we finish about seven and five. I think that's achievable. Um, I said we don't know how the Cardiff squads are going to split, and we don't know how good Murph is going to be. Um, so, yeah, uh, if we if we can finish with that and develop depth, then that, that's going to be a good season. Um, I said as much as anything, the, the more strength and depth we develop, the, the, that's going to be the best outcome for this for this season. Um, but obviously, we want we don't want to be going there just to make up the numbers. We do want to win the games as as well. So. Um, way to win the game <laughs> combination of both really <laughs> alright fab thank you Mark um, next we'll um, we'll ask Hugh from Cardiff to give Hugh a proper introduction uh, it's Hugh Davis he's five years deep with the Canes uh, he's here both repping the reigning defending UK flag champions the Cardiff Hurricanes no pressure 
uh, but also the second team this season. Uh, playing a QB unless Joe decides to rock up and then he's whatever he can fill in and help out. Uh, thank you for joining yeah, us. No so, uh, you might have heard some of the questions to the other guys so far, but first things first, all Welsh division, is it the future? Well, hopefully it will be. Um, not only to obviously build up the sport um, in the area and also, you never know, maybe a Welsh national team in flag. I guess like that. I'm all yeah. for that. I'm all for that. And also, obviously, it makes travelling a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I, I, I will miss trips down south, but then I won't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are those times where you're thinking, actually, I do like the services. I do like after a good game day. <laughs> maybe one all game days really well. I think, yes, treat myself to you know an extra KFC. And that. But yeah, uh, yeah can't, can't do those. Can't, can't really justify that when you're just travelling on the M4. Yeah, I, I don't know. You could Swansea's west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um. So it's been like eighteen months since we've done anything in anger, really. Um. How's your eighteen-month-long off-season been? Oh, it's been way too long. <laughs> I can. I can't actually remember when we had those little um friendly games. I was thinking. Yeah, that seems ages ago, but that was only like just yeah, it, it was four months, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I was trying to yeah. remember. It does seem way too long ago, and yeah, the last actual like competitive game does seem a lifetime ago. Yeah. So, did you find any particular surprises during all this downtime, or uh, what, what sort of biggest challenges you faced? I think the biggest challenge, especially team-wise, is possibly like keeping people interested and and also because everything's so much up in the air trying to keep the whole team abreast of what is happening because even us even the people who probably meant to be leading the hurricanes we're not entirely sure because of um well just because everything changes almost weekly yeah, I mean, we thought we had it. They had it bad with Bojo. I mean, but Drakeford has, well, it might not to get too political, but has done us no favors in terms of sport. no. Yeah, I, I really, oh, I'm I'm chopping a bit to get back to it. It's been so difficult. Nothing. Uh, so, if we're going to look forward to the season, um, we'll we'll talk about the Hurricanes themselves before we'll move on to the the second team. Um, I think this is kind of a moot question. I think because everyone and their dog can answer this, but who's your squad players to watch this year? Who's your tip for player of the year? Who's a dark horse for player of the year? And who's taking the big steps to improve? Oh, well, obviously player of the year, especially for, if we, we have a call of the first team. Um, obviously you got Joe, you got Costas, um, Chris, like names you hear quite often. Um, Chad as well on defence one of the worst blisters I've ever had to training yeah he still gives yeah. me nightmares <laughs> I, I, I'm glad I'm going to have to face him in training because I can tell him why don't you just go over to you know, practice I know on corner or go over on offence practice with me so I don't have to face him but yeah I'd, <laughs> I'd hate to face him in like a competitive game because yeah he, he blocks out almost yeah. 50% of the field with his arms. 
Yeah, to, to put it nicely, he's yeah. a pain in the ass. Yes. Um, yeah, then Dark Horses. Oh, it's difficult because I reckon any, because we've got a few new people coming in. Some people I don't actually, I've never met before. So you never know how good they'll be. Um, I think Rich is coming back. And I think he's bringing a, one of his um, touch rugby friends along with him. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing that because if he's anything as good as Rich, then I reckon he could be um, a pretty good player for us. Um, and I reckon just before lockdown, we had a couple of um, rookies come in who obviously were going to possibly be on the fringes of the team before the last season got cancelled. And I'm hoping to see them being having proper competitive games take that next step up. Well, feel free to name um, We've got them. Stefan and um, Justin as well. Was um, well. If we go on to our second team, I'm, I'm hoping he's going to be the centre, um, and he is a very good safety blanket. I every every QB's you know best friend is a good good centre. He's got a safe pair of hands. Yeah, I, I'm not commenting on that because I'll get roasted by Hugh. Um, <clears throat> not you, our Hugh. Um, so, seems you've touched on it, that looking at the second team, I, I don't know what sort of split you're doing or how you're split in. Uh, but who do you think is going to be sort of like um, the, the the top players for that team? Dark Horse to sort of like, you know, challenge and somebody that you think is going to make big strides with this year with the experience they're going to gain? Well, we actually haven't as a team yet, obviously because we haven't seen any of our players for over four months, so we don't know what they're going to be like when they get back. So we haven't got a full split yet, but in our heads, we've got a little bit of an idea of who could possibly be in there. And I'm hoping myself, I'll make great strides as a QB, you know, challenge Joe for you know, like MVP for the league, you know, maybe throw 50 or 60 touchdowns. Um, and also got a couple of um, guys who are returning, like Rich. Look forward to seeing him there. And maybe Dan Bestwick. Because I remember, yeah, he was he was a really good corner. And I'm hoping with, with him coming back, he can really help cement that reputation for both the first and the second team of like really solid defence. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had the pleasure of playing with Dan and he's a really experienced, uh, knowledgeable corner. So, n- nothing wrong with having that at your first line of defence. Yeah, and because obviously we don't know yet what split we're going to go with, but if he is, or players like him end up coming maybe in the seconds, the it's called a developmental team, his knowledge and his, yeah, his experience will be able to help with some of the Possibly new people who've never played it before. Although I will say, with hands on the ball, he's got the weirdest, awkward-looking spin <laughs> yes, I've ever seen. Yes, that, that spin. It works for him, but he does it opposite to what you think he should. It's weird. If you've ever yes. seen it, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, let's just take a step back from your squad, then, and look at the division. Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah. 
you've got some talent in your squad. So who are you looking forward to playing? Uh, who's looking like the winners? You've got to be diplomatic, you know, so. Um, who's the dark horses and who's going to be gunning for the wooden spoon? Oh, this is, this is a tough one to answer. Um, not being biased, but I think everybody knows that anybody who has Joe on the team is going to be going first. Um, and I reckon, yeah, the Gwent guys... I'm looking forward to seeing the three teams and how, how they're split. It's the same as us, seeing how it's split and how it works. Because um, it is it is the, the difficult thing, whether you want to put all your best players in one team and then go for the, uh, go for the championship and then put the rest. Oh, you could say the rest. It sounds a bit mean to call the rest, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had fun with that. Yeah, it is. It's a difficult split. I'm, yeah, I'm sure with you guys, it's going to be. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. What we've done, um, we looked at it from a point of view of rather than just first team and development, because there's essentially nothing to play for apart from pride. Uh, we've put our offense on one team and our defense on the other. So if you're in the starting offense, you're on one team. If you're not on the starting offense, you're in the other team. Um, and then any defenders who are not the starting off, starting defence will play with the starting offence, um, basically, as our defence. Uh, so to give everybody as much reps as they can at their preferred positions. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good way of uh, looking at it. Yeah, I think. Plus, plus it takes away the uh, I'm in the development team mentality, <coughs> which we didn't want to go yes, down. Yes, that, that is. the. Um, yeah, that, that is the problem with being a, a selector. We can call ourselves that. Um, but yeah, going back to the teams, looking forward to seeing how Swansea have developed. Because, yeah, they were starting to get places before, obviously, everything shut down. Yeah, so hopefully they've um, gone from strength to strength. Um, and then, obviously, these um, Coyotes, who, you know, heard about them for a long time, but unfortunately, we haven't been able to see them. Um, so unfortunately if we're talking about wooden spoon because we have no idea what they're going to be like I reckon it might be them battling out with well it also depends on who's QB in for each team because that's where most games are won and lost because you can have like the best wide receivers in the world but if your QB can't get it to them, they're not going to be able to do much. Yeah, it's, it's uh, without labouring the point, because I think everybody knows that if you've got a, someone who understands the game at QB, it makes a yeah. world of difference. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, and because I have no idea who the Coyotes QB is. Well, at the yeah. moment, it's All Mike. Right. Um by a, by necessity more than anything, by his own admittance. Uh, I think if he developed or found a QB, I think he'd step back and let them take over. Uh, because he's learning on the job, he, yeah. he's a corner by trade, yeah, isn't he? So But I mean, you know, you can't replicate game experience and we had a friendly with him in December and like I said to him at the time, you've yet to really play <coughs> in a competitive game. Yeah. So you know, until you're battle tested, as, to, to coin that phrase, 
you you might you know grow from it you you might not but until you do it i mean friendlies there's nothing on the line it's hard to replicate that sort of like pressure and stress yeah and with friendlies you're trying to possibly rep people in whereas you know like a competitive game you might go okay no i won't bring this rookie guy in just give him experience i'll keep the same offense on for the whole game yeah because the game's on the line So let's let's move on to the last bit then, where I am going to hold you down and beat some predictions out of you. Uh, I want the Canes record at the end of the season. And in case you didn't hear him, do you want me to go through what everyone's Yeah, so go on. Uh, Mike at the Coyotes said he'd be happy with three and nine. Uh, Paul, who unfortunately had to bugger off, so in case anybody listening is wondering why he hasn't jumped in, um, he said he thinks the Hammerheads can go eight and four. Uh, Mark for the Gators Blue uh, said he'd be happy with seven and five. Uh, Chris for the Gators Orange categorically one hundred percent probably no. And then that leaves yourself and then Ross to follow. So for the Kings, your record at the end right. of the year will be for. Well, I think they're down on the Buffer what's it called our schedule at the, just the Hurricanes. So like maybe Hurricanes one we can call yeah. them. They'll they probably be 12 0, I reckon. Um, you, well, you know, British champions, you know, you can't really go against 12 0. No, hey, I've, I've already said it here. If, if, you, if you beat Cardiff, you've got all the chance in the world yeah. of finishing top. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, and then, so, oh, actually, wait, can, can I go maybe like 11 0 1 1? Oh, I don't know. You oh, yeah, no, but no, 11 on one Both Cardiff Hawkins team. And we, we might do uh, some kind of dodgy... Um, like, oh, which, what was that <laughs> World Cup game where the teams only had to draw and they both go through, so they just pass it among themselves for 90 minutes? Yeah, I mean, we might, we might do something like that. But I doubt it, because... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If Joe's a quarterback, I can't imagine him going, yeah, yeah. we'll give him a draw. And then you say, cross, let's go long. Check it out. All right, Cheers. then, so... Kings, Kings two. two, then. Ah, oh, we're looking... We're looking top three. So, from what everybody else is saying, I reckon eight and four or nine and three. That's what we're looking at trying to get. Um, Pick one, go on. I'm confident, because I'm QBN, nine and three. Nine and three. Happy days. Yeah, no right, awesome. Pleasure. Thank you, Hill. Lastly, then, uh, we get to Ross. Ross Thomas, uh, of, for this year at least, the Gwent Trojans. Coming back from the wilderness, the Tidville Trojans in disguise were last seen dominating the SWC in 2018, going uh, a seriously well 10 and 0, before withdrawing shortly before the 2019 season, which made them very popular with the powers that be. That's uh, a great welcome, Ross. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so you you you've listened to uh, everybody so far. You had the, the the joy of being able to formulate yeah. your answers in advance now. So, uh, I'll ask you the first question. All Welsh divisions, is it the future? And I know what your guys are going to say because you love travelling. Um, well, picking up on what Hugh said earlier with the stops of the services, we were very keen on um, a stop of Burger King on the way home. So, without the travelling, we would definitely miss that. But, 
No, I think in the long run, um, I think Animal Welsh Division would be the way to go. Just in terms of the sort of the rivalry you build up. Um, obviously, the travel is a bonus. That's you know, it's the biggest thing. But I just think the closer the games, closer the teams, builds up a bit of competition in Wales itself. And yeah, personally, I think that's the way forward. Awesome. So. <laughs> Now, I did say to Hill, how has their 18-month-long off-season been? But I could put, like, 36 months for you guys, really, couldn't I? Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> so, what have you guys been doing pre- and post-lockdown? Because, I mean, it's been very quiet, apart from, you know, randomly rocking up a Welsh ball. Yeah, thanks winning. for that. I'm looking after the trophy, by the way. <laughs> trophy nice and safe, so don't worry. <laughs> um, good, good. Yeah, it's been, um, I don't know, it's been very strange. Um Obviously, we uh, watched the the one season from the distance, and then obviously, as you said, turned up to the Welsh Bowl um, on the back of one training session. I think we had, and since that Welsh Bowl, I think we've got together once since then. I think it was last September, maybe early September, just before we sort of went back into another lockdown, um, and that's where the idea really of starting to um, well, start the process of coming back into the, or trying to get back into the league, uh, going through the affiliate process. That idea came about through conversations. So really, we haven't been up to a lot. So yeah, I don't know what to expect going forward. So powder yeah, well and truly uh, dry then. As I said, it's, it's been a while. Okay. Uh, so we'll skip the the biggest challenges because I mean, like it, it was, it's always been a relaxed sort of um, mentality with Merthyr. <laughs> Sorry, with the Trojans. <laughs> um, so, coming back in, I mean, I've had the pleasure of uh, seeing uh, who you've managed to uh, pull in for this season, but tell everybody else, who's going to be your squad um, players to watch? quite fortunate, really, that um, the majority of the team um, from that successful season we had a couple of years ago um, are returning. Um, obviously, the biggest names to look out for there, we got, uh, Rich, who's uh, outstanding for us, a wide receiver, and safety um, finished well the top top of the categories for uh, interceptions I believe um, in defence and then on offence we got uh, Big Solnzy back with us for another go um, I think he was in the top three for offence for touchdowns um, we've got Alex coming back at quarterback we've got Josh returning um, he was injured for a lot of that uh, season so to have a fully fit Josh back would be great plenty of experience on defence then Craig Phil Griffith, uh, Joel, we've got um, yeah, lots of experience there, and we welcome in a relative newcomer to us, um, Steve, who's going to be um, taking over as a blitzer, we believe. Um, obviously, we lost uh, Andy to yourselves, and here we go. So we lost a blitzer rotation there. So that's the only major change is uh, bringing Steve in. But he did play in the Welsh Bowl, and he had a great day that day. So uh, yeah, shouldn't be shouldn't be too bad. Uh, well, I was going to say. Um... One name conspicuous by his absence on the Azov portal was the guy with the best blitz stance in all of Britball, yes, and yes. that's Francis. Um, have made contact with Francis. Um, as of yet, he has not signed, but we are hopeful we stay in negotiations with him and uh, we try and get a deal done before the season starts. So then, um, your tip for player of the year uh, on your squad? I'm going to go with Rich. I'd be uh, silly not to go with Rich, I think. And your dark horse, I'm assuming you're going to go with the uh, other part yeah. of the one-two yes, punch. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Chris Owens, yeah. Chris that would be, be Chris if anyone's wondering. Uh, so, who's taking the big steps uh, to improve this year? That's a good question. It's going to be interesting to see sort of where we're at. Um, obviously, as I said, we've had, a, you know, one one training session or two training sessions, a couple of games in about two years, or two and a half years, I suppose, really. So, um, it's going to be interesting, but just based on being the newcomer to the team or the relative newcomer, we'd probably say uh, Steve will uh, step up and make some plays for us this year. So, yeah, he'll be the one to improve. So Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, looking at the division then, um, who are you looking forward to playing? I mean, like, yeah, it's been a while, like you said, until you, since you've played any sort of uh, games with uh, many teams. Uh, who do you think is looking like the winners? Who's going to be the dark horses? And who's getting for the Excellent wooden questions. Um, I've, I mean, the winners, I suppose you can't look past Cardiff. Um, I know you guys talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, national champions, um, incredible history. So, yeah, you can never sort of uh, write off Cardiff. Um, and, yeah, I think everyone else, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what everyone else or how everyone else has improved. I think the only team we haven't played is the Coyotes. Um, we've had some good battles against Swansea in the past. Um, yourselves at Gwent there, you ran us close in the Welsh Bowl. Um, so, yeah, it's just looking forward to seeing how uh, everyone has improved, really. And for us, it's just a case of seeing where we are at and how far we've uh, fallen off, I suppose. Well, yeah, if, it's funny you mentioned that, because the, the, the one thing in all this is that you did it with the Welsh Bowl. Uh, you turned up on one training session and beat what was essentially a fully fully strength Gwent side, um, a pretty strong Cardiff side and a pretty strong Swansea side. Um, but like you said, you're two years removed from the last sort of run in the yeah. league. Everybody's two years older. Uh, the, the bodies are getting a little bit more fragile. Um, I'm, I'm not naming anyone in particular. Craig... <clears throat> um, so do you know what I mean? it'll be interesting to see. How you, I mean, you, you've always got, you've already always got the talent of Rich and Solmsy uh, and the experience, but it'll just be interesting to see how uh, how, how far the time plays yeah, into your uh, that's, squad. That's probably our biggest concern at the moment. Um, you know, yeah. When you go look back to the Welsh Bowl, um, yeah, we did turn up and everything sort of clicked. Um, it all came back to us pretty pretty straightforward there. But this is a longer sort of absence we've had again now um, and as you said we're a little bit older um, we are going to just have to rely on that sort of um, I don't know those football instincts that we've got really and use our experience to our advantage and just rely on our playmakers to make plays where possible yeah because I know, I know I'm picking on Craig now sorry Craig uh, but I mean he's 35 36 but he's got the knees of a 60 year old to be fair to him so you know what I mean so it, like He's yeah, had so many leg injuries. He keeps, uh, he keeps playing. Gotta give him credit. Yeah. And no yeah, doubt he'll be yeah. back at the Warriors as well this year as well. <laughs> so then, last going off, um, this is going to be a bit of a shot in the spectrum for you, but uh, your prediction for your team's uh, results at the season's end? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, I'm just going to play, play it safe and. Is, are you, are you, are you, I was going to say, are you no, going to be I'm diplomatic or are you going to be go six and six? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. 
there's a career yeah, and a politician ahead of you. Right. It's, to be honest, it's just, it's just we're looking forward to getting back out there. I mean, we're, we're in a position where we just want to play now. Um, just speaking to the boys, you know, they just want to get out there and just have a game. So we say that when we turn up on game day, I've no doubt we're all quite competitive, so we will give it our all. Um, and if we lose, we will be disappointed. But we've got a I believe Cardiff was our first game, so that's going to be a great test to open up. And you know, now kind of that's a good start to see where we where we are right off the bat, really. So, yeah, if we can get six and six, um, I suppose we take that after the absence we've had. Awesome, right? Well, that's everybody done and dusted and covered. Um, I'd just like to extend my thanks to Mike, Paul, Chris, Mark, Hugh, and Ross for uh, contributing. Hopefully we'll be able to get back together and uh, cover week one once that's in the books and uh, we'll have a better idea of who's doing what and who's going where. But for now, um, thank you once again for listening. Uh, I've been Dale and my co-host Paul. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies. We'll